0: The Tefl Commute, Season 11, Episode 4, Home, in which your two hosts are both stuck at home. Welcome everyone to the TEFL Commute. This is a podcast for language teachers that's not about language teaching, but the topic often comes up. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Lindsay, and I'm joined by another host.
1: Hello there, Kerry here.
0: Kerry here. Kerry is also an occasional host on the show. Um, Our other regular host, Sean, is overwhelmed with teaching online work, and Carrie and I are both uh, hosting the show. In the Temple Commute, uh, if you're new joining us, we take a topic, uh, usually a word, a single word, and we sort of explore that word and what it means for language and language teaching. And um, in our last episode, we did an episode called Sick, which was all about the coronavirus, and that hasn't really gone away. In fact, um, our new our episode this, this week is um, Home. Because, Carrie, you and I are both stuck at home. Is that right?
1: We are indeed. We're both on lockdown.
0: Yes, that's right. (laughs) Carrie and I are both based in Spain. Where? How long has it been now? A week?
1: Well, depends what you're counting it by. I think I'm on day five. Yes. We're counting from Saturday. Other people are counting from Monday. But um, for me, it's day five
0: okay all right and for me it's yeah yeah it would be it would be day 5 as well i'm just a little bit north of you we we um we are in our apartments we're not allowed to leave unless it's for food or medicine um or, or to, to
1: walk the- dog if you have a dog you have special privileges
0: yes or to visit someone who is <laughs> who is who is not uh who is not well or in some cases to work although they're trying to restrict work as much as possible so oh
1: they're sending us all online
0: yes indeed that's right but um <laughs> one of the things that we both noticed we were saying is you sort of we're, we're just around the house all the time now both of us are are, are are materials writers and online teacher trainers so we do a lot of work at home now but does feel a, a bit different now with everyone being at home, wouldn't you say?
1: It's weird because I thought, like when they first announced the lockdown, I was saying, oh, well, that's not going to change my life at all. This is what I do anyway, you know, sort of, it's kind of, I think we were having a discussion recently about this, were not we, Lindsay, that actually it, leaving the house and going off and doing an errand was like this huge, big mission. Um, yeah. but, but it's not exactly the same because everybody's at home. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's amazing. It's very, uh, yeah. it's very strange. But, um, but what it did make us think about was the role of home and like home in language and home in, in teaching materials and the way we teach home and house vocabulary. And it's quite a minefield of, um, of issues, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. It's kind of, once you start just thinking around that one little word, there's so much to it.
0: So yeah, language of home. Um, you, you were looking at, 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 at expressions and, wor- and, yeah. and, and the word home and how that kind of fits into other things.
1: Well, yeah, of course. You know what we do when we have a new topic? One of the first things, like, you just reach for Google, don't you, and see what Google has to offer. And um, the first thing that came to my mind was all the cliches with home. You know, sort of all of the – so, you know, you Google expressions with home. And I'm going to ask you what you think the first five might have been that Came up. I'm going to give you a keyword to help you. All right, so, so the
0: listeners can do this as well. Let's just review yes. what we're doing. So, you're going to give me a keyword, um, and it's going to be an expression that has this keyword and the word home in it. Yeah, that's
1: right. And let's okay. see, and uh, let's see, um, if you can get it right. So, I'm going to start with, I think, um, a fairly easy one. Okay, what about chickens? If I say chickens, what's the expression?
0: Chickens. Oh, is it like the chickens are coming home to roost? Or excellent. chickens. Are, okay. Yes, excellent. That's right, All right. That's right. Good, so, good, yep.
1: Um that's one of them. Another yep. one. Um bacon. Bacon at home. Bacon. Bacon.
0: bacon What's the expression? Home, home, with bacon. Oh, bacon. bringing home the bacon. Bring home the bacon. Someone brings well home done. the bacon. Yep, okay. okay. Two out of two so, so
1: far. Okay. Yep. Now um this one is really, really easy. If I say sweet.
0: Home sweet home, of course. There you yeah. go, the classic
1: yeah. uh, doormat or whatever that you might Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, so now we're going for a two, which are kind of slightly dated, I would say. Okay. Yeah. First one is castle. Slightly
0: oh, more and difficult. It, yes, this is slightly more difficult, but this is the Englishman's home is his castle.
1: And that's right. It also yeah. comes up on Google as a man's home is his castle, but definitely. Oh, really? For me, yeah, yeah, just like generally.
0: You a know, man's sort of home gendered. is his castle. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, very gendered. Yeah. Very
1: gendered. And then if we want another gendered one, of course, how about woman?
0: A, wo- a woman's home is... A woman's place is in the home.
1: That's the one, yeah. Wow.
0: So it's so yeah, interesting that said... home home can be gendered in each way. So it's not even that, like, just expressions. Like, I, I was thinking, yes, a woman's place is in the home, and there is that sort of the kind of very dated and the kind of sexist notion of the, the woman in the home, that... that, that, that you no, know, like the
1: 1950s advert with the pinny on and yeah. you know, waiting for the husband to come home from the office—that kind of image. Exactly. You get with that. But, but you
0: also get the man's home as his castle, so it's interesting yeah, which is
1: kind of you know that's where the man rules. So it's kind of it's still coming from the same political gendered ideas.
0: Yeah, it? yeah, very interesting, very interesting. And how are these very frequent? These okay.
1: Uh... So my next quiz view was this. Okay. We've got five expressions there. Okay. And, um, and I just did like the Google frequency. How many times did these expressions come up when I looked for them in Google? So I give you absolutely no prizes whatsoever for guessing what number one
0: was. Home Sweet Home has to be.
1: Absolutely. Uh-huh. And with um three billion hits. For three
0: billion hits 3 of Home Sweet Home. Three
1: billion for Home Sweet Home. The oh others were all in the millions. Okay.
0: Okay. So...
1: Um, homesuit home was home number one. What would you think would be number two?
0: Um, Oh, wait a second. What was that? The, bring, the most, bring home the bacon, bring home the bacon.
1: No, bring home the bacon came in at number three. So you're not okay. far off. Number Don't three t- with 160 million to bring home the bacon.
0: It's not chickens have come home to roost. No, no. that was definitely. Well, it's not a woman's places in the home, please. It is. It
1: no, is. that's the second
0: one. Oh yeah.
1: Almost. Um, 200 million hits for A Woman's Place is oh in the home.
0: <laughs> those yes, are, those are from that? the horrible discussion boards, like like yeah. the dark corners of Reddit oh. and 4chan. But then,
1: <laughs> but then you, look, you Google A Woman's Place is, and then it's quite interesting to just see what all the different expressions are. So A Woman's Place is in the Revolution comes as three oh, after... Okay. Home and kitchen, for example.
0: Oh, wait, of course, yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then the next one would be what? The next one would be the man's home is his castle, or the English one? No, home?
1: then it's bringing home the bacon. Number three is bring home the bacon. Oh, right, then that's right, that's right. The man's home is his castle. And last of all, the chickens coming home to roost.
0: Wow. Oof. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of made me made me just feel depressed about how we how we talk about home and expressions in general. Um, why don't we Why don't we take a very short break and hear some wisdom from the angels to cheer us all up?
1: To be a great teacher, you don't need the latest technology the cutest classroom, or the newest outfit. What you do need is a passion for learning and the heart to love every student who enters your classroom.
0: Ah, the angels, okay. Always much a nice thing. Now. Much better yeah. now. Feeling much better now. So <laughs> we, we we were um, talking a little bit at the beginning about the language of home um, in terms of expressions with home. But um, one of the other things that is interesting is both Carrie and I are materials writers and uh, we both, between us, must have written, I don't know, dozens, t- yeah, more than think... dozens of lessons yeah. on home and language of home. Um yeah, and it, it does raise quite a few issues because it's always it's, it's it's something that is always taught at lower levels. You always have to have the obligatory like home vocabulary lesson, partly because everyone, almost everyone in a language class is assumed to have a home, and so they can talk about where they live and stuff like that. It's kind of immediate; it feels useful, but it's not without its problems. What it what what um. Well, give me some of the angles that you've used to te- to, 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 to structure a lesson around home. Or okay, issues so when, yeah,
1: think. I mean, like, as you say, it's always always elementary, isn't it? It's that like yeah. classic elementary topic. Yeah. And, um, and there is an issue with house and home, you know? There's that kind of, it's yes. always about houses, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. how many of our students actually live in houses? How many of us writing live in houses? I. I haven't lived in a house.
0: I haven't lived for, in a house I don't for a know, long time.
1: Since the last century. <laughs> so, so it, 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 it kind car. of
0: begs, then it creates the idea of like, what words do we teach? Because obviously when we're choosing like a home lesson and we need to put vocabulary in, you know, we'll put well, things yeah. like kitchen and bedroom and maybe living room. Uh, oh yes, living room. But things like, I don't put dining room anymore. Seems no, and of, I want
1: to put, I want to put in things like balcony. Which is kind of yes. part of a flat, isn't it? You know, yeah. more than well, a house, think, and then exactly. it's kind of it's culture, culture, and geographically bound. The whole idea of
0: exactly, what and I think we can see that in yes, and you can see that it's, it's it's full of sort of cultural cultural issues. So so you know, we're, we're saying that we would include those things because that would be the reality for many people, let's say living in Europe but um, we wouldn't include like a garden or porch. But then there may be yeah. many people living in houses which which have porches. Um, you know, North America is quite common. It doesn't have to be rich to have a porch often, or not in the no, past and in, anyway.
1: Yeah, in the UK, you don't have to be rich to have a garden.
0: You know, <laughs> no. you can have
1: like a little garden. It's not going to be a huge one maybe, but there's going to be some kind of outside space. So then, then there's this whole kind of the problem of the aspirational idea of a house. So they. The illustrations and stuff I always find difficult because there's a it's kind of this pressure to find a picture which is going to illustrate as many different rooms, etc. And so they tend to be like these big houses with lots of rooms and all the different rooms and and then um there's been this swing that I've seen is that editors thought, Oh, why don't we do tiny homes? You know, yeah. that's kind of trendy. But you go, okay, Yes, but it's also aspirational, you know. Yes.
0: Sort of- yeah. And it's it's yeah, it's it's hard for people to always relate. I think one of the problems with these images of homes when you're teaching home vocabulary is sometimes the best quality images are the ones where there's lots of space so you can see like very easily yes. and indicate. But that always ends up being the kind of photo that looks like it's out of like a home and garden catalog or like homes of the rich and famous, you know, where you can see exactly. like like you know it's very easily a living room because it's got a nice big sofa and you can you know point to it easily and they have all the all the things that you need in your vocabulary set your sofas and your coffee table and all of that but it's all very I, i'd really great.
1: like to be able to use some of the ikea homes that they set up in the shop but apparently it's really difficult to get permission for the images because ah. i think those are great because they would not be a nice kind of you know you scale it all down because there's the Fitting it into twenty square meters in order to show everything off in a small space. Yes, that could work. And IKEA. How much? How That's... much more global can you get than IKEA?
0: Well, indeed, indeed. I think there's also the other, the other, the other thing is that because home is often taught, always taught at a lower level, and then maybe you return to it at a lower intermediate, like for furniture things. So we do yeah. usually like one lesson on the main rooms, and then maybe there's another lesson a little bit later on furniture things. Um, it also means that you we tend to skirt away and materials on any kind of lots of tricky issues relating to homes. So, you know, even people who don't have homes, homelessness well, yes. or... Yeah. Or yeah, just other other issues with with home. Well, the whole
1: idea of what is a home, and yeah, exactly. And we, we did try once in a course book we to use homelessness at elementary as our starting point for a okay. unit on home, and okay. that, it worked. And there, but also this kind of idea of um, have you come across the container homes for the homeless and double decker buses as refuges for the homeless oh, and yeah, stuff like okay. that? And Interesting. That, that's quite a clever little angle because they the the, i'm particularly fascinated by the conversion of double-decker buses because they put bathrooms and kitchens and stuff in there and but then they can drive around cities and stop where they're most needed and like you know sort of they'll they'll go alongside some public facilities for washing
0: a lesson coming on yeah
1: they're great
0: (laughs) yeah but anyway, so I mean basically to say that the whole area of home seems like like the most kind of innocent and simple type of thing to teach, because what the other thing about home is it's all like physical things, right? Like it's a kitchen, it's a balcony, yeah. it's a this, it's a that, and so on. But it isn't it isn't without its problems. And so that that's sort of what makes it interesting. <laughs> After talking about ways of teaching home, ways of talking about home, ways of teaching home, uh, let's circle back to where we started this episode, which is both of us have been stuck at home, um, which is maybe not abnormal for us, but we're stuck at home with everybody. And I think a lot of teachers and a lot of people have been kind of getting to grips with this, depending where you are in the world. And if it is the case for you, please stay safe and uh, hope things are going okay for you and, and uh, as much as that's possible. Um but one of the things that's also been happening is there's been a lot of teachers helping each other out as schools are going, you know, all online. And so there's lots of uh, teachers helping other teachers, organizations helping uh, helping teachers with having to teach online. I've been also working on some activities and kind of fun ideas for uh, parents or uh, teachers of young learners to give to parents or young learners for fun things to do uh, in English around the home if you are, in fact, in quarantine. Would you like to hear them, Carrie?
1: I would love to hear them.
0: <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I remember some of these things I did um, when I used to teach young learners for a while. I, we did this once, some of them in the classroom, but I've adapted some of these for, for at home. And I think these are the kinds of things that would be really fun to do if if you were teaching kids at home and you wanted to get, if you were teaching kids English and they're stuck at home and you want to give them projects to do so I've got a, I've got I've got three or four here the first one is and I think even adults can do this so if you want to give an idea for your students even adults is label a room um, all oh. of these activities are by the way are are screen free I figure we're getting a lot of screen time with other things if you're stuck at oh, home oh
1: I totally agree anything yes. that's- away from the screen for just a little
0: while is fantastic yeah. so for labeling a room what you need is post-it notes and what you do is you take a bunch of post-it notes and choose a room and together you and your uh they are the other- people in the house, you label at least 20 things in the room and you just stick them on. So like, you know, table, um, uh, phone, um, router, whatever, right? So you label all of it. When you're done, you go through and you kind of like point at all the things and you say all the things, right? This is really good to do with someone in the house who doesn't speak any English, you know? So maybe you're the person who speaks a bit of English and they don't, and so you're going to teach them the words.
1: Oh, the kids are the ones who speak English.
0: Exactly. So they do that with the parents, but they teach the parents the words. But then you leave the stickers there. The next day, one of you goes into that room and moves the labels around so they're all on the wrong things. And then you ask the original person to come back and they have whatever X seconds or kind of time game where they have to put the labels all back in the right place. And then swap rules the next day. So then choose a different room or swap or, 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 or keep the same room And the next day. The other person has to remember it within a minute or whatever and put the things all back in the right place. And then you take all the posters off and then move on to another room the next day. So that's one, labelling a room.
1: I love that idea.
0: Second one is um, making a dance or exercise routine. Again, this is good for your your teens, <laughs> your, 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 your preteens. Uh, so you find a song that you like and create a dance or exercise routine to go with it. So what you do is you make the moves together and write them on a piece of paper for using verbs like raise, move, shake, turn. Put up, clap, stretch, et cetera. Right. And so then you combine these with body parts. So like raise your arms, touch your shoulders, shake your hands, bend your knees, touch the floor, do it again, whatever, something like that. And then you play the song, recite the sentences as you do it. And then the task is teach someone in your family who doesn't speak any English, how to, how to say that while, while listening to the song and doing the moves. So making That's that. that
1: even though I know this is kind of, away from the screen but it
0: would make a lovely video challenge as well it would make a fun video challenge as well yeah 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 um the third one that i have was also like making uh cooking together so doing a recipe like Mm -hmm. doing an old-fashioned index card recipe so look at what you have in the fridge and invent a dish together in your own language but then you write it out in english uh as you make it saying the steps out loud and sort of using a dictionary to find the words um a lot of actually i tried this and you can get by you don't need to have all All the hard words like sprinkle and you know whatever um, glaze and those kind of ones you could get by with like take put mix cook it would be your four main verbs you know like break uh, maybe as well and then you, you put these on the index cards and at the end you're using these recipes to create a little tea party where you then teach expressions like you know pass me the whatever and you sort of culminate in a little English tea party which I know is stereotypical, but could be fun for someone Also,
1: if you're talking about the really little um, young learners, you know, sort of with pre-primary or youngest primary, they may well have a little toy kitchen as well in the home, and they could just, based on that, couldn't they? That would be very sweet. And the whole thing of hosting a tea party or cooking imaginary food on little plastic plates. It's something yeah. that's so completely part of their universe anyway. It is,
0: is, yeah. And invite all the teddy bears too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The last thing that I would say, and I've been thinking about even doing something like this myself is to make a to-do poster for after you are locked down. Like when you, when you <laughs> can go out, <laughs> you know, so you need poster paper, coloring, pencil, pencils, and create a poster project of the top five things you're going to do when, this all finishes so family can suggest things like we're going to go to the park. Dad is going to do this. Uh, Mom and I are going to do this. Dad and whatever, my brother and my sister are going to do this. So it's a way of sort of like looking to the future uh, in, in a kind of happy way. And it provides good practice for be going to. So it does indeed. A win-win. <laughs> <That's> all, <those laughs> well, I, I, I would say that we use that
1: last one with a little pinch of salt because yes. it can turn against you that suddenly it's like the one thing that's stuck in your head is what you're going to do when you get out Uh,
0: and it's not necessarily
1: a positive
0: ah okay
1: because the other thing that we've been talking about as a family which is not a positive either but we're trying our best to, it's like oh things i should have done before going into
0: oh yeah oh no that would the the regrets (laughs) would be even worse yeah
1: absolutely so it's like oh if only i'd been to the hairdresser so there's yeah. me and my son, we're both going like, oh my God, we both need a haircut so bad. Yeah. What are we going to look like by the yeah, end
0: of this? Yeah. I, um, I so that,
1: that's one. Another one, my personal one was, because I kept on saying, well, I'm going to go in the sea, I'm going to go in the sea, I'm going go oh, it's too cold, oh, it's too this, oh, it's too the other. Now, of course, the beach is off limits. And so it's like, oh, I wish I'd gone to the sea. But yeah. again, that's another one. Massive pinch of salt with that one because you have yeah, to be in true. the right mood.
0: Yeah, That's true, that's true. Anyway, so there, those are things that I would do if I had young learners and uh, get them to do some projects while 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 this is going on.
1: Absolutely, and I think parents are going to be so so grateful to all the English teachers out there who are giving kids something positive and practical and fun yeah. to do, and that they can get involved as well. And because although, I think we always have to. there's like this thing about the whole digital overwhelm and the almost social overwhelm of yeah, um, true. like our lives have suddenly become busier at home not less busy you know there's yeah. this well I have to do this and I have to do that and there's lovely things but it's like oh my goodness it's eight o'clock I have to go and clap at the window yeah. oh you know it's nine o'clock I have to go and bang my saucepans it's yeah. kind of there, there are all of these sudden social imperatives
0: yeah i never had true. before no, no.
1: <laughs> and, I, and they, my kids who are both secondary school and online with their teachers and they go like they've got to slow down with the tasks they're giving us they're giving us too much to do and i think it's a just phenomenon of people who are going online first of all is to just like, do as much as they possibly can and hopefully they'll they'll kind of calm down in a bit and realize that they don't need to give any more work than they were
0: giving before. No, definitely. Just before we wrap up, I know that you would also have been following an interesting hashtag in Spain. Let's finish with some of the things that you had found there. What was the hashtag you've been following and how it relates to our... our, So I'm sorry, I'm going to take
1: it Back to the screen. Having talked about digital overwhelm and wanting to keep away from our screens, yep. there is this great Instagram account that um, my teenage daughter has shared with me. And um, so there's a Spanish version, which is um, which is me at home. And yep. um, there's an English version of it, which is at uh, stay at home please, and please is spelled P L S. But okay. the English one is. Kind of a couple of steps behind the Spanish one. So when we first, when my daughter first showed me this, this it was like it's a list of things that you can do at home, like a wish list of things to do at home. Okay. And there were only about fifty items on the list when we first looked at it in, on Friday. Now there's hundred and eighty. Wow. And the, and the English language one is on about fifty something at the moment. So they're kind of lagging behind, but. What we loved about it was going through and just having these little aha moments on stuff that we really should take off that list. So, All
0: right, give us us three to five of these. Yeah, yeah. the biggest aha
1: moments for us, one was dust off the Wii and play Mario Kart. We we moved flat three years ago and we put the Wii in a box and it stayed in there. And then every now and then one of the kids will go, oh, what about the Wii? And we'll go, oh yeah, we'll do that sometime. So it's like, yes dust off the weed. we went home we've dusted off the weed so we've got that up and running the yeah. other one was uh, oh my god this is this is so sad that this was us <laughs> put yes. together that piece of ikea furniture that's been sitting in a flat pack behind your sofa for three months
0: oh my god and we
1: both went oh my god yes that's us that is just so embarrassing we can't um, leave lockdown without having built that piece of furniture Awesome. We haven't built that piece of furniture yet, though. Okay. So right. we we're yet to see if that's going to happen, um, and then uh, oh, the one that my daughter liked most of all was first of all try try on all of your clothes in your wardrobe, just all of them, every single outfit you've got. When you've run out of stuff in your wardrobe, go to your mum's wardrobe, try on all of her clothes, and then go to your dad's wardrobe oh and try God. on all it's close as well so there's like a dress be up okay but just massive <laughs> mad dress up yeah all right oh and oh, sorry one last one was choose a different accent every day and talk to your family using that accent
0: because oh, because i wasn't driving my family crazy enough already exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> awesome awesome so
1: 185 at the moment is what wow. the, the that account Tell us what the,
0: what, what the name of the count is, in case people are interested in this.
1: Okay, so in Spanish, yo en casita, all uh-huh. uh, lowercase, and in English, stay at home, please, please, spelled P-L-S.
0: Excellent. Well,
1: Great ideas in there.
0: Wonderful. Okay, well, thanks, Kerry, for joining us. Uh, well... Yes, I mean, we're both at home and I guess we're going to continue that way in the near future. Thanks everyone for listening to us. You can find uh, all of our back episodes if you want to catch up and binge listen to The Tefl Commute. We're on 11 seasons <laughs> um, and you can find all the back episodes at com, and of course on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, please send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. We're at all the usual places and Instagram. If you want to share something that uh, this episode has sparked You like an idea for something to do at home or a piece of language about home that we neglected to mention. I guess I I don't have any excuse to say I got to go because I got to go out. (laughs) I got to go to the living room now. I've got to visit
1: another room.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks very much, Gary.
1: You're welcome. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye. Bye.
2: As your commute is coming to an end, here's an activity you can take into class. Play a sentence completion game. Dictate part of a sentence and leave the end blank. Students write and then complete the sentence with their own ideas. Here are some sentence beginnings you can use. Home isn't a place, it's... Home is where... Once students have written their own ideas, get them to compare with each other then ask them to type those sentence beginnings into a search engine to see what comes up. This activity is also quite possible to do online together in a forum or in a live online class. You've been listening to The Tevil Commute, an original podcast produced and presented by Lindsay Clanfield, Sean Wilden, James Taylor, and our presenter in this episode, Kerry Jones. Don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast player of choice, and by visiting us at teflcommute.com.